Guys, we have a very special guest on today. Her name is Jenna McAvoy, and she is a wellness coach for professional women. And I just would like you, first and foremost, to introduce yourself and basically give, uh, I don't know, a 30-second um, elevator pitch for people to understand exactly what you do and who you serve. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you, first off, for inviting me on your podcast. I feel You're like, welcome. yeah. Very privileged to be here. Um, yeah, so I help busy, high-achieving, professional women prioritize their wellness. Um, I help busy women um, by looking into their lifestyle. Um, a lot of busy, high-achieving women experience burnout and don't prioritize themselves. Um, and I help them look at their life as like a bird eye view and what we can improve with their sleep, their stress, their exercise, their nutrition um, to make them feel their best selves. Amazing. That sounds, <laughs> it sounds super interesting. It definitely sounds something that um, kind of aligns with, with what I do and how, and how I serve my, my clients. Um, what is kind of, what would you say is the most kind of, I don't know, for lack of a better term, the biggest issue, I guess, for your kind of high performance and high busy um, women that they struggle with on a day to day and how and how do you kind of realign them? I think the biggest struggle is the all or nothing mindset and mm. um, because we always strive for being the best. We always put all our energy into that one pot and we always leave our health and fitness behind Um and I think that's the biggest mistake where we have to try and find a little bit more of a balance that actually, if you prioritize your wellness, um, then you're going to perform so much better in different areas of your life. Yeah, no, I think that's sweet. And um, the whole the whole wellness aspect as well is, you know, I think a lot of people kind of just think associate wellness with meditation, yoga, a bit kind of hippie, which, you know, absolutely has its place. But I guess that is the complete polar opposite from, you know, where your kind of busy professional women essentially think. They don't necessarily think that, you know, to to have a, a life of alignment, I guess, for lack of a better term, again, um, is to incorporate, can you sleep? Can you, what's your stress management like? What's your hydration like? Before they even think about stepping foot into a gym. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's the thing, it's not even just all or nothing mindset in terms of um, with work. It's even when we have that experience of, right, okay, I'm going to get fit and healthy. It's the new year. The all or nothing mindset also kind of creeps into that where a lot of uh, what I find is that a lot of women, when they start their fitness journey, is that they go all or nothing into, into that. So they exercise like crazy and try and think that they need to work out for hours in the gym seven times a week. They need to deprive yeah. themselves of all the things that they enjoy and they like. Um, and then what tends to happen is because of that and because of their busy schedule and all the demands of people being <laughs> pulling them from one direction to the next is they experience the burnout and kind of get themselves stuck in this vicious yo-yoing circle, not just with their nutrition and exercise, but also at work as well. So it's trying to navigate that and how that actually fits into their lifestyle mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, um, how does it fit? How does it fit? Well, you have everything has to be a personal approach. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the beauty of what we both do is that it has to be a personal approach and not like this kind of cookie cutter, um, yeah. I can't even say it, um, way of thinking. Um, you know, for example, uh, a client of mine who she's a super busy businesswoman who is a CEO of a business, of a growing business going from Manchester to London, setting up different offices. And it just wasn't working. She wasn't able to exercise because she was traveling because of these different obstacles that she was experiencing in in her busy lifestyle. So it's looking at what obstacles are getting in the way. It's looking at what the struggles are, what the struggles are have been in the past. Um, and breaking those down and finding strategies and different alternative ways of finding things that are going to work for them so for example if you're traveling like what are you going to be eating on the go how can you be organized with that how can you find things to eat and know those go-to things are going to nourish you in a way that you want them to rather than set you 10 steps behind with all the hard work that you're doing in the gym how can you exercise on the go, book a hotel with a gym in it and have us in terms of teaching you how to exercise online. So you have that flexibility, but you also have that accountability um, and structure that you need as a busy person. Hope I answered that okay. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I've also just clicked as well. We're kind of on point with our color matching. Oh my God, yeah, (laughs) we are. That was so intentional. (laughs) (laughs) um i think i think you know you know what you've said there is absolutely bang on the money and um one of the one of the biggest kind of realizations i had in the last kind of 12 months with working with clients who um yeah have their own businesses um who are successful within their uh within their careers themselves is it for for me it wasn't always necessarily about the gym about the four walls and how they could get the the most out of the experience with me as a coach whilst the gym i i feel definitely helps facilitate uh, a healthy lifestyle um i realize working with like these three specific clients in general that i won't name for for on this podcast but um collectively they lost now how quick's my mass over 53 and a half kilos um, and they did less than five workouts collectively in a 12-month period because yeah. they couldn't f- physically, you know, find time to go into the gym, even though that we discussed, you know, booking hotels with gyms, etc. You just, especially when you're dealing with a certain type of person, their their mental bandwidth by the end of the day just might not be. Oh, I just physically cannot get myself into it. So we made we made little changes, just like you suggested. We made changes, you know, um, about you know food on the go. And, you know, higher protein foods, you know, the grab and go snacks. Can you plan ahead? Can you almost bring like a packed lunch with you on your travel days and all these things? And those were the things that really helped accelerate not only their their weight loss, but also increase their confidence as well out with the confinements of, of a gym setting. Because yeah. when they first came, they thought, well, I need, I need to go to a gym to lose weight. I need to go to a gym to feel good about myself. But when we incorporated, you know, the nutrition aspect, when we incorporate kind of daily uh, lifestyle changes, like increasing their kind of step count from a very basic perspective, those were the things that actually 
had the biggest yield, um, sorry, the biggest return um, on, on their initial kind of not financial investment, but energy investment within to themselves, which yeah. for me was an absolute eye opener. Like I knew all this, I knew it all worked, but it was almost like this light bulb moment. I was like, holy shit, good on you guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And from being a PT for eight, eight, for eight years yeah. of being in the gym to being now an online coach, we're, we're kind of programmed, aren't we, as personal trainers when we start is it's exercise, it's nutrition. Yeah. But as you grow and you learn and experience with people and from, you know, diff- all different walks of life is that it's it's not exercise and it's, it's not just nutrition. It's yeah. actually the very simple habits of your sleep as a foundation has a knock-on effect of everything else so many people that I speak to you know come to me and and ask you know I have no motivation to exercise you know I've got no willpower and they don't have any motivation to exercise and they think it's willpower but actually they're exhausted they're absolutely exhausted and the last thing that you want to do is exercise the last thing you want to do is eat eat something that's you know a healthier choice you want to eat something that's not a healthier choice because it's like a nice comfort because you don't feel particularly great (laughs) Um, you don't want to exercise because you know you want to save your energy and you just can't even face face doing that Um, but yeah that's the thing that like now when being an online coach it's amazing what clients actually teach you as well as you go along is that it's not just exercise and also with exercise something that I found is that it's finding the thing that you really enjoy doing it doesn't have to just be lifting weights yeah I'm so glad you said that yeah it just doesn't have to be it has to be something that you enjoy because you're more likely than to do it rather than forcing yourself to go to the gym that you where you, you may not feel so comfortable um, or confident and build that up slowly so when you once you build that confidence up then you can walk into a gym yeah um, absolutely yeah I think um as, as well it's the whole not not everybody likes the gym you know and I think it's in fact let's let's bring it back to the point that you made at the very beginning you said you know eight years as a personal trainer I mean you and that you and I have shared you know similar similar pathways we both started as PTs and big box commercial gyms and kind of kind of niche down a little bit and became online coaches etc but it does it does kind of get really drilled into you that exercise 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 is the main thing that's going to get you to where you want to be whereas you know without going into too much science on a podcast without any visuals we all know that the you know the total daily energy expenditure your actual output is only five percent from an exercise perspective whereas if you're focusing on things like walking if you focus on things like you know high protein foods, stress management, et cetera, you're going to get such a better return on it. And then you brought the point up, which I absolutely love, that not everybody's going to want to eat healthy straight off the bat. Everybody's burnt out. Everybody's exhausted. And by trying to add other things in, you know, like somebody comes to you and says, look, Jenna, I want to, I want to lose weight. I want to feel better about myself. And you go, okay, three, here's three gym sessions a week. That's three hours of your time. Without even going into any other information and you wonder why the hell they can't do it, Mm. it's because of that right but if you ask them or for example like when if I ask you know 
um, how many steps do you take a day, for example? And they go, well, I, you know, on average, I do about two and a half thousand, three thousand steps. But you're asking me for three hours of exercise. You can't even do, you know, you can't even do basic movement. You know, so let's fact, let's focus on the fundamentals first. And I found um, that's something that is often overlooked, especially when people in general um, are wanting to start something. I could, I guess, we could say the same as coaches. We always, you know, within business, are looking for the the next thing or the shiny object, the thing that's going to bring in the most clients and the most money. And I think people think that's the gym or I think that's, you know, exercise, whereas the fundamentals like walking, like your sleep, like your hydration, like your stress management are the things that are really going to kind of drill home the success of that individual after. And it's not fancy, is it? It's not sexy. It's not magical. It's just basic. Yeah, it's it's not sexy. Working in a gym... um, when I was working with busy women in the gym, what would happen is people would really get like really struggle to get to the gym. Something would come up, a meeting would come up. Um, you know, children would be sick, family are poorly, they can't make the session, the traffic's bad, they can't get there. Um, where working with high achieving women now online, it honestly is the key is the absolute key I get better results now I don't know if you find this but now I get better results than when I was in the gym and that's the thing because we have this mindset of like I need a PT I need to be in the gym and I need to be exercising two three times a week because I don't have the willpower to go I need that accountability um where there's just so many more obstacles that you're kind of putting in your way. Um, that's where... just compounding over time, isn't it? That's just, you know, the trying to finish work at 4.30, 5 o'clock, to jump in the car, to drive through rush hour traffic, to get to a gym, to change. Oh, no, you forgot your gym kit. Like, yeah. how many variables and how much stress is that just building up to that person where ultimately they're coming to the gym or they're trying to change their behaviours to feel better about themselves? Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. And we're perfectionists as well as yeah. high achievers. We're perfectionists, and when one thing doesn't go right, then the next thing's not, and then you've blown the week, and then it escalates, and then you're off track, and you're not consistent. And that is the key, isn't it? Is consistency. And once mm. you start those simple little habits, starting with your sleep, um, and your nutrition, as you go, getting that consistency. You, you don't get that feeling of failing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, consistency for me is one of these, one of these um, words that can also be quite triggering. And I know this is not what, you know, mm-hmm. what you meant by it. Um, but if you're consistently doing something you're and doing it wrong without realizing you're doing it wrong, you're never going to get to where you want to be. So having a bit of guidance through a coach or through various other means by doing the habits that are going to consistently move you in the right direction are the ones that are going to allow you to succeed right yeah absolutely yeah so if you were say say i'm a client or i'm I'm, I'm coming to you i've seen all your social media i've inquired um and i and i join i join your team um what is the the thing that basically is going to get me the result i'm wanting to lose weight 
of course, everybody that comes to see you does and, and vice versa. But what's the thing that's going to make me feel amazing? That's going to increase my energy levels. That's going to increase my confidence. Like what, what would you kind of narrow what you do down into kind of that one, that one area? That's a really hard question because I think it's, it's, it's so individual for everybody mm. and looking at everybody's individual struggles and obstacles that are making them feel the way that they're feeling it's it's such a personal thing to everybody the most common thing that I see um especially um when clients first come to me I've mentioned this before is um the late nights and early mornings that a lot of clients get and just changing that bedtime routine and morning routine is the biggest catalyst of everything mm. else in terms of feeling better with more energy to be able to deal with the stresses and the demands of everyday life. Mm -hmm. um, and once we change that, it's kind of like a domino effect of everything else. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you find that same. What about yourself? Yeah, I think it's, I think for me, the, the bedtime routine and the morning routine is is good um but for me it's i i tend to look at somebody's activity level to begin with um just just as a general kind of guidance to see to see where they're at and i i base it from base it from there and I'll, i won't do anything with them for the first i don't know like three weeks two three weeks and um, it's just mm -hmm. collecting collecting data making them feel that which of course they always are in control um, but with with guidance along the way. So, what's your activity levels like? And um, can you can you monitor your sleep? What did your sleep feel like in the morning? Like, did you feel like it a productive one, like a productive sleep pattern? Um, or were you up, going to go into the toilet numerous times throughout the evening? You know, just things along those lines, and which then kind of leads on to how much hydration they're taking in, or how much flus they're taking in. Because if they're going to the toilet loads in the evening, are you kind of top loading your kind of fluid intake before bed you know when you're sitting watching tv are you drinking any alcohol or are you kind of is it right the way through the day so that kind of brings that into play and then it's a case of kind of piecing it all together and then kind of putting a plan together that's going to help complement their lifestyle and um, without giving them too much at any one point because you know any more than three things i feel that you know people feel like they get overwhelmed i know i do um whether that's the reality of it or not I, i'm not entirely sure but i know if i get more than three things or three more tasks then um i like oh, i'll just get a bit scattered and my attention tends to kind of deviate from what's actually important so that's kind of how i how i take it in um and i like how you touched on the evening routine because it's something that's quite often overlooked but maybe you could go into it a little bit for the people who are listening, because this might be the first time that they've heard about kind of evening routine. So what, what do you mean by an evening routine and what do you mean by a morning routine? So evening and an evening routine, what tends to happen is, especially if you've got children is that um, <laughs> it's your me time. <laughs> and hmm. for a lot of clients, um, they do have families, they're running a, a household, they're supporting their families and they're running a business or leading a team. Um, and the only kind of me time is 11 till 12 o'clock at night or till one o'clock in the morning of being able to switch off and um, 
a lot what I find is that a lot of clients are working till really really late so they're active on their laptops sending off emails that you know nobody's gonna see until the next morning but you know um that's what they want to do um and then kind of scrolling to what we call doom scrolling through (laughs) through instagram now tiktok that's so addictive um thankfully it's something i've managed to stay clear of oh don't do it i did it and i'm just (laughs) i keep deleting the app i keep deleting it because i'm like i'm going down this kind of rabbit hole (laughs) of it's so addictive so i've had to delete it again Mm. because it's yeah you can just um it's just so addictive <laughs> it's it's fun there's some good videos on that um <laughs> yeah so tiktok linkedin constantly scrolling answering e- emails and messing you know whatsapp as well people in different time zones um so kind of having setting some boundaries of when you when your bedtime is and kind of working backwards of how many hours sleep that you ideally is optimal for yourself again everybody's individual with that some people are great with seven to eight hours some people can survive in four hours I don't know how they do it (laughs) (laughs) but people are different so we've got to figure that out as well and kind of work backwards from the time that they need to be going to get getting ready for work and and then cutting back in terms of their bedtime half an hour every every couple of weeks to say that it's not like a huge change Mm. at once and what I find is that a lot of people are waking up feeling groggy or they're they're struggling to wake up in the morning and that has like a huge knock-on effect of their mindset and their mood and their stress levels for the rest of their day um so having a look into what you can do for bedtime routine that's going to help you switch off before going to bed it's going to set you up for the next day and then looking into your morning routine of are you rushing around is it really stressful is it chaotic like how are you starting your day because it's Mm. gonna then again run into your full day going ahead and those little things make such a huge impact on everything else yeah yeah huge impact so um for example for your evening routine it can be just switching off half an hour early and creating that boundary that you won't be answering your emails in tomorrow morning you might be able you might want to wake up a little bit earlier and and get ahead of everybody else um but then you're going to have a better night's sleep to recharge and and feel refreshed yeah um yeah. I think sleep's, sleep is one of these massively overlooked aspects of somebody's lifestyle and well-being that actually is probably, if somebody's looking to make any kind of change to their life, is that, is like focus on your sleep first. If you don't do anything else, sleep. You know, try and, obviously for new parents, it's going to be slightly different. Um, yeah. However, if you uh, your kids are slightly older or don't have any kids, then you should 100% be maximizing on, on your sleep pattern because yeah, the, I mean, the science is out there, right? I mean, if you sleep in less than, was it five, four or five hours a night? Um, you are pretty much guaranteed to be consuming an extra four to 600 calories a day, the following day, just to maintain some form of energy levels that are going to get you through the day. 
then you're going to be probably relying on more caffeine. The caffeine is going to have an impact on your sleep hormone. And it's just going to have a, it's just a total minefield, <laughs> you know, the lack, of, the lack of sleep. So it's definitely yeah. something that uh, is, is overlooked, but people should definitely be focusing in on. Yeah, definitely. Things that you can introduce are things like, it sounds so simple, but and a lot of a lot of my clients are like I can't switch off, I can't do that. But we kind of start to get into a habit. It's a new habit. It's a change, and it's finding a point where just the smallest little change will make such a huge difference. Like reading a book for ten minutes, or listening to a ten minute meditation, or doing a twenty minute yoga session before wind down yoga before bed it makes such a huge impact on everything mm. else and also your morning routine of how you're setting yourself up so um something that I help my clients do as well is start writing gratitude down and starting their day in that kind of mindset and writing three three things that they're grateful for um and three things that they want to attract into their life that sets them up in that mindset to go because they're all go-getters um of what what they want to attract will also set them up for their day into that mindset going forward where do i sign up (laughs) that's 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 exactly what i need in the morning is some affirmations (laughs) yeah absolutely um a client of mine has started to do this and um we had a review the other week and she said i absolutely that's it's one of the biggest points that she's taking from a six month journey with me is having that morning routine is that having a slower morning for her making having a cup of tea sitting down with her diary mapping out the next you know few hours just helps her to gather her thoughts and go into the working day with a much more positive mindset yeah it's been intentional, isn't it, with you, with your with your thoughts in your day, rather than just going, jumping in the car, driving to work, sitting behind a desk, and going, right, what's coming at me today? It's she's almost made it her purpose to go right, focus on me first. Let's fill my glass up before I start to serve other folk. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Another one that I really like, and um, this is something new that I've started to do, is mm-hmm. values is um so a friend of mine recommended to do it and i've been doing it for the last couple of weeks and it's 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 great so establishing what your core three like your three core values are and when you do your gratitude writing your your gratitude down is also making sure that um sorry in the evening writing down what three things that you've um done to that matches up to your values so for me one of my values is fun and if I haven't done something fun for me then I'm not living by my values because Mm -hmm. we just get stuck in the cycle of work 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 all the time um so that's a really interesting one that's a good one to look into as well yeah I like that I like that because you if you have your values lined up or an alignment then you're more likely to have a more uh, purposeful more intentful and more direct day than just going oh well i need like for example like or oh, i need for for you probably you and i are our fun aspects of maybe going to the gym going out for coffee 
going for a walk, being in the outdoors, things along those lines. But if somebody's stripped that away from you because it's a last minute meeting or you, it starts to play and niggle at the back of your head, it's like, I've not done this for me today. I've not done this. I need to do it. And before you know it, your day's gone. And then you're rolling into the next day with exactly the same kind of pathway, I guess. So yeah, I like that. I really like that. I'm going to maybe start doing that myself. I'm going to, you should trademark that. <laughs> awesome stuff. So I think before before we wrap up, um, I think it's quite a good idea to maybe bring this back to how this podcast initially started. And that was, it's not all about kind of exercise and nutrition, but more along kind of the mindset um, pathway. So if you were to kind of summarize everything that you've just kind of spoken about and to, to potentially help somebody who doesn't necessarily want to go into a gym or exercise, how would, you, how would you go about doing that? So you might be feeling right now really frustrated with your fat loss efforts and your health and fitness and you really want to do it. You know how to do it. You know what to do, but you're not doing it. And what's great about what we do is that we help you break that down, get the clarity that you need with an action plan that's specific to you and your needs, your lifestyle, how that's busy in whatever it is that you're doing. And by breaking that down and giving you that clarity and looking at the habits that you personally need to, to work on, it's a step-by-step process. And you might be feeling as though it's exercise and nutrition, like we mentioned at the start, that is exactly mm-hmm. what you need. But actually looking into your lifestyle habits and what can you build step-by-step into that that's going to improve, uh, you know, the smaller things that's going to have a huge impact on everything else for you. Um, yeah. So rather than thinking that you need to be exercising a ton and you need loads of time to be able to do that and you need to be doing everything perfectly is that um, really you need a starting point and have that clarity and that accountability, that structure. But most importantly, especially because you're so busy right now, is that you just need that flexibility to be able to do that. Mm. Um, And that's kind of where we come in and do all of that for you so that every single day you know exactly what you do you what you what your purpose is in terms of trying to get to that goal um yeah. because doing it on your set by yourself is hard it is so hard yeah um, so yeah so just take things step by step break things down um and go from there i think um kind of the the subtle undertone of what you've just said is be kind to yourself. <laughs> yeah, totally. We're so harsh on ourselves of that kind of hustle lifestyle of like, go, go, go. We have to be, everything has to be perfect and you have to be going a hundred miles an hour. And if, you ha- if you're not doing this, then, you know, you're a failure and mm. it's not the case at all. Nah. It's not at all. And I think when people start to feel like they are a failure, that's when they ultimately quit and give up. Yeah, massively. And also that kind of self-sabotage comes in as well. And um, it's compassion that you need. It's kindness. It's um, 
yeah of giving yourself a pat on the da- on the back of like yeah you know, things haven't gone perfectly today but at least I did this something that I do with my clients as well every Friday I ask my clients um what's your weekly win so it's rewiring that mindset of rather than looking back on the past week of everything that you hadn't done that you hadn't achieved and I should have done this and I should have done that it's actually no well I've done this and I've done that and and expressing that kind of self-compassion and that appreciation and looking into that as a positive thing that's happened rather than just always focusing on the negative is a huge mind mindset shift and what we spoke about as well with consistency of it's going to push you further and further towards your goals. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really, I really like that. And I think um, that's, that's something I also do as well. Ask, ask them what their weekly win is. And it's such a powerful, a powerful tool. And, it, you know, we can even dissect that and break that down into asking them or getting them to ask themselves through some form of journaling or just even, you know, what do you feel good about today? What, what was the thing that ticked a box for you? in in terms of your happiness in terms of your health in terms of your well-being because you know you ask somebody oh how's your day been oh it's fine oh, i've got stuck at work instantly with the negative but if you actually think about it it's like what happened today oh for example i got to speak to somebody incredible down in manchester about lifestyle <laughs> and well-being i mean that i mean that's what i'm going to go to bed with tonight and just say that that's amazing because i've been able to we've opened up an audience to be able to kind of um and help with this but if you focus on the fact that I got stuck in traffic this morning on the way to work. You're like, how shit does that make you feel? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And things go wrong all the time. Yeah. All the time. But if we keep focusing on that all the time, then it's just going to drag us down. It's just not going to make us feel good at all. Yeah. Because I think at some, at some stage we've all, you know, burnout is just around the corner. It always is and it always will be and it's in a nutshell you just you never know when your last day is going to be right you never know so if you're living your life extremely stressed out the whole time if you're living your life to the point of burnout to exhaustion where you're not spending time with your friends your family you're focusing on one like so one-dimensional stuff you're not you're not you're not on this planet to do what you're supposed to do you're supposed to live and enjoy the small moments as well as the big moments. But if you're so blinkered by everything, you're it's what a waste. What a colossal waste of a life. Yeah, it's true. It's so true. I totally agree. You know, and whilst it's, uh, you know, whilst we have to, we have to work, we have to focus on our careers for various other aspects and reasons. I get all that. There's a reason why you're doing it. And I think it's remembering that reason and at the end of the day, end of the week, end of the quarter, end of the end of the year, when you're doing your yearly accounts, like whatever it is, reflect on what an incredible year it's been and what an opportunity you've had. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a lovely I think that's a lovely place to stop. <laughs> um Jenna, one thing I like to do for kind of either my Instagram lives with guests <clears throat> or on podcasts is give you guys a platform to to sell yourselves. 
So where can people find you? Where can people work with you? Um, and again, if you just kind of recap on the audience and the type of client that you work with for anybody listening as well, the floor is yours. Okay, cool. So I work with busy, professional, high-achieving women who are feel as though they have zero time to prioritize themselves and their wellness and I help them do that I help them prioritize their wellness and their nutrition and their exercise and their stress levels and their mindset um and also in terms of um feeling more confident you know that's the biggest goal of a lot of clients that I work with is feeling confident in mindset and body um, and you can find me on Instagram, which is at Jenna underscore McAvoy. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll also have access to a free Facebook group, a support group for busy women. And you'll also find me on LinkedIn as well. I'm there. <laughs> so LinkedIn, Facebook um, and Instagram. That's where you'll find me. Um, and then one last thing is that I've got a free busy women download as well, a busy women's meal guide, which will help with nutrition on the go and also to get organized with food, nutrition and kind of takes out of all the overwhelm of nutrition that will help. Um, and that's a free download where you can find that at uh, www.empower, which is E-M-P-W-R.com. Um, if you go on there that you'll see like a little tab that says meal guide and you can download it there what powerful resource that is <laughs> like that's amazing because that is that is that must just eliminate so much stress when it comes to kind of planning meals and kind of planning nutrition what well, that's an incredible free gift so yeah guys get on that if you uh if you want to increase the awareness of nutrition and to help benefit your lifestyle and wellness fantastic Well, Jenna, thank you so much for, for joining us on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's always great to catch up with you. It's always nice to chat to you. Um, you're a wealth of knowledge. And I hope everybody who has uh, listened to this can take something away from it. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to work with you, that would be absolutely fantastic as well. So, Jenna, thank you very much. Take care and have a fantastic day. All right. Thanks so much, Colin. Speak soon.